Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Friday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. We're going to talk about some of the elections that happened here over the past few weeks. I know we, we've been talking a lot about what's been going on more in in building solutions, and then, of course, we've been talking about libertarian politics, of course. I know with our LNC convention just happening here this past weekend, but I had the great pleasure of having the one and only Magdalene Rose. She returned to the program for a quick solo short on today's episode, but before we get there, I want to go ahead and uh, give a, a special shout out to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is the Expat Money Summit. You can head over to briannicholshow.com forward slash expat and check out the Expat Money Summit 2022 and get your free virtual summit tickets November 7th through November 11th, five days, 30 expert speakers. Watch for a week, reap the benefits for generations. Join us at briannicholshow.com forward slash expat and grab your free tickets today. All right, so without further ado, on to today's episode, Magdalene Rose, a short mini episode for you here on today's episode of The Brian Nichols Show. Hi, everybody. So tonight I'm going to talk to you about a recent upset in Ohio, which is where J.D. Vance won the Republican nomination for the Senate seat that's being vacated by Republican Senator Rob Portman. The reason why I'm going to discuss this is because it's a major change in where Ohio politics has been. Now, Rob Portman, the outgoing Republican senator from Ohio, has been in that position since 2011. And he's really seen as somebody who was very much a moderate, even if he did vote with the Trump administration many times. He's somebody who was seen as uncontroversial, somewhat scandal-free, really boring in terms of how many people are paying attention to him. He didn't trend on Twitter, and he wasn't very talk show friendly. In fact, the GovTrack analysis put Rob Portman as the third most moderate Republican in 2017, being to the right of Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski, but to the left of his other Republican colleagues. The American Conservative Union gave him a lifetime 79% conservative grade, which is quite low for somebody from Ohio. So this is not somebody who is ever boisterous or trying to raise attention for himself. Now, in contrast, the new Republican Senate primary, not primary nominee, but nominee for the general election, J.D. Vance, is the opposite of that. He's boisterous. He's loud. He takes very controversial positions, whether or not you agree with them. In terms of Ukraine, he said some of the things that have trended the most this primary season about what the United States should do with Ukraine. And I wonder, as somebody who's been observing the primary season, so far, whether or not former President Trump endorsing J.D. Vance, and make no mistake, J.D. Vance is the nominee because of Trump's endorsement, and I think even J.D. Vance would acknowledge that, whether or not that was the right choice. Because we're coming into a season where, yes, Republicans are overwhelmingly favored to take back the House and possibly the Senate. And just in general, I think the momentum is with Republicans with how bad Biden is doing with the country, and Democrats seem to be failing to push an adequate message forward. However, even if you have all those advantages, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to win a seat that's been held for several years through some of the most tumultuous and angry and angsty years in American politics. It doesn't mean you're going to win that seat if you are the opposite of the person who's been holding on to that seat for the Republican Party. And J.D. Vance and Rob Portman are polar opposites. And this is something that I don't necessarily think the Trump world, the Trump magosphere wants to hear. It doesn't matter how much J.D. Vance loves Trump. 
Trump. It doesn't matter the fact that he thinks he's great or that he recently thinks he's great because in the past, J.D. Vance has been quite anti-Trump. But it doesn't matter that he's a convert to the Trump ways. If he can't deliver on Election Day, does it matter anymore? Does it matter if Trump likes him at Mar-a-Lago? Does it matter if Trump thinks he's interesting and wants to hang out with him? All that really should matter for the Republican Party, aside from policy, is holding on to the country. And this is something we're seeing over and over again in primaries. In Pennsylvania, for example, Mehmet Oz and McCormick, very still neck and neck. It looks like Mehmet Oz will pull this out. But with the amount of energy that the Trump people, Hannity, Geraldo Rivera, everybody put into supporting Maminaj, you would think it would be a blowout for him. You would think he would win by double digit margins. But they're separated literally by a few hundred votes in a very large state. So when you have a situation where the Trump endorsement matters more to voters than their candidates' winability, than their candidates' electability, that can put you in trouble. And it's something that as we get into the general election, people need to be aware of. Because it's one thing to be loud and boisterous in a primary like J.D. Vance was throughout the entire Ohio primary. It's one thing to say everything controversial you can to get yourself trending on CNN or Twitter or Instagram. But it's another thing for soccer moms to go vote for you. It's another thing for fathers to go vote for you. It's another thing for business owners to believe that you'll have their back if something happens in the state and they need more time or they need small business loans. And electability is increasingly on the back burner of things that the Trump campaign, the Trump orbit talks about or thinks about before offering endorsements. The Oz endorsement specifically, electability was not considered. What was considered was the fact that Oz has been a friend of Trump. He's been a friend of Sean Hannity, that he's somebody many Republicans, specifically on Fox News and the commentating circuit, like. That is what was considered. And that's unfortunate because it is a year where Republicans are favored. And it's been a long time since Republicans have been favored for anything. It's been a long time since we've had a win. Really, the last win we even had was Youngkin in Virginia winning the governor's race unexpectedly against Terry McAuliffe. So to have a year where we have the advantage and to perhaps squander it by bad endorsements and somebody, especially in Ohio, being J.D. Vance, who is not, it's not that he's not polished. It's that he doesn't seem to understand there's a difference between winning a primary and winning a general election. J.D. Vance wrote a book about his upbringing. He's somebody who's been to Ivy League schools. Technically, he has pretty much all the markings of Marco Rubio on paper. But the issue is his boisterousness, his loudness. And it's something that I don't necessarily know if his campaign can overcome in time to beat Tim Ryan, who is the Democrat nominee for Senate in Ohio. And Tim Ryan is somebody who is widely appealing to blue collar voters. He's somebody that really emerged from the Trump years pretty unscathed. And Trump went after everyone he could in Ohio to assure he could win in Ohio in 2020. So if you're up against somebody who has a really deep fan base being Tim Ryan, Tim Ryan's also young, they're both young candidates. Is it smart to be as controversial as possible? Because do you want to trend on Twitter? Do you want to be famous on Instagram? Do you want Jim, Jake Tapper to be talking about you on CNN? Or do you want to be a sitting U.S. Senator? Hopefully, J.D. Vance wants to be a sitting U.S. Senator. And this is not just an effort to boost his name brand recognition, but for some half-baked effort to run for president, either this cycle or next, if Trump doesn't run. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. 
Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to The Brian Nichols Show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Faced with an uncertain future, many business owners and technology professionals don't have the time needed to invest in their business technology strategies. And as a result, they're afraid of their technology getting outdated and putting their company and customers' information at risk. The digital future is already here, but with all different choices in the marketplace, it's difficult to know which one will be the best fit for you and your strategic vision. Imagine having the peace of mind that your business is backed by the right technology investments that are tailored for your specific need. Hi, I'm Brian Nichols, and I've helped countless business owners and technology professionals just like you, helping you make informed decisions about what technologies are best to invest in for your business. Voice, bandwidth, cybersecurity, business continuity, juggling all the aspects of business technology is messy. Let me help. Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash help and sign up for a free one-on-one consultation with yours truly to dig deep into where you see your company heading and how we can align your business technology towards those goals. Again, that's briannicholsshow.com forward slash help to get your simplified business technology started today.